Jake's back east right now with his stupid family, so it's just me for right now. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Jake is actually on it. We recorded it before he left, so that way it's not, it's not just me talking for an hour and a half. Though that would be interesting. All right, let's get started. Things got real by. Your situation is sticky and you're feeling blue. Just email in if I were you. Jake and Amir will give you their advice for free And change your name to preserve your anonymity Just seize the cheese, listen to these Nerdy juice, nerdy juice Nutritious snacks in little packs Nature box, nature box. Mom, turn it down. Jake will reveal. Story sharing, full and true. Maybe this time things will get real. All if I were you. Toda, toda, toda. Very toda. To Ilana, Isla. And Danny. You do love that uh, Bulletproof song. I do love it. You know yeah. what? You know why this happened, right? No. So these are the people we call triplets. <gasps> the trips! Yeah, from the... Are they actually triplets or we just keep No, I think that? they're just family. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, so it's this triplet. But I don't actually know. It's a group of three talented individuals that may or may not be related, may or may not be fraternal triplets. Uh, they recorded a song for us earlier. Then we, during our London live show, they came on stage and performed that song for us and for everybody in the state, uh, in the crowd. Yeah. They killed it. It was dope. It was a great moment. And then we were hanging out after the show as we are wont to do, you know, kissing girls on the lips and then like hugging guys a little too strongly. And they came up to us and they're like, thank you so much. And we're like, oh my God, you guys are great. And they're like, do you have any requests for our next theme song? 
And then I said, bulletproof. Or I think it's called titanium. Wow. Yeah. And then they, they sent it in. Don't, no shit. It took them this long. No, well, it took us this long to get to it. Cause it took I, them this yeah. long. <laughs> they actually sent it in uh, like a couple weeks ago. We just, we had a backlog. Okay. Fire away, fire <laughs> away. Ricochet. We just ruin it immediately. <laughs> Uh, do you think in light of recent events, the uh, rape allegations against Bill Cosby, there are stuff as comedians we shouldn't be joking about? Let's start with sexual assault. Holy shit. <laughs> Why now? <laughs> While we're recording. That's right. Would you put me gotcha, on this, Gotcha journalism. This, uh, I think I'm ready to do it. I think I'm ready to catch you. <laughs> Ill-prepared. Hungover in bed. Asking you the hard-hitting questions. Is what is there things, is there we, things should, we shouldn't be joking should, about? Uh, did you hear me? Or did you want me to... Did you, did you just, just, just stall? Answer the question. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How dare you? How dare you? This is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by me. I'm Amir. And you only host the show. No. It's just the only one that I hosted also host. Hosted by me. Yeah. It's the I host it. I host it too. <laughs> so we, there's two. Or I'm a, at least I'm a forever guest. <laughs> a forever guest. Kind of like how Andy Richter is just always on Conan. Yeah, yeah. He's not yeah. the host. Yeah, but he's just on. I'm your Andy. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. You're so cozy right now. I really am happy. Yeah. Are you hungover? I'm a little little mildly whatever yeah like <laughs> like when you live life this hard there is no hungover there's right. just like that's my attitude so like i'm a little hungover yeah but more than the drinking i regret <laughs> eating a rolled up chocolate chip pancake at yeah like 1 a.m yeah that's what i shouldn't have done You're right like oops i i had a little cheat minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, you've gained 19 pounds in the last two weeks bullshit really <laughs> oh fuck me I've been trying to go to the gym, man. You think if you were actually gaining weight, you would stop eating so poorly? I have stopped eating poorly. It's aside from the from the pancake. Yesterday, I had a smoothie for lunch. <laughs> for fuck's sake! That was nice. Isn't that enough? I really try to eat slightly healthy. I, I'm definitely not on like a strict diet, but yeah, I mean, I noticed I was gaining weight, and I tried to cut out the because uh, I before I was just eating literally anything I wanted. Yeah. And but for someone who eats literally everything they want, you're not gaining, like, you're not gaining noticeable weight. I guess I don't gain weight fast, but I was definitely, like, I noticed it. I could see myself getting <laughs> rounder um, everywhere. I could see, like, my stomach filling out my shirts. So, I, so then I, you know, I stopped. This is sort of like when I was in high school, I used to eat cookies every day for breakfast. And then when I noticed I would get a gut, I would just not eat cookies for two weeks and it would go down, and then I would start eating cookies again. That's what you're just. Your life is a roller coaster of eating cookies versus yeah, not. Yeah, it's like oh whoa, I should stop eating cookies, and then I'm I don't for a little while, and then I'm like oh I feel good, I feel fit now I can. What's you know, the fattest you've been? I th well, when I was in college, I weighed like 190 pounds. <laughs> it's so funny. It's uh, yeah, it's it's, it's like 30, 30 pounds, 30 heavier. pounds more than I do right yeah, now. Yeah, where did it where did it go? It was all in my waist. Because I had like skinny, skinny arms and skinny, skinny legs, <laughs> and a skinny neck and fat and like uh, and a pretty like normal looking face. Yeah, and your just, like, your face doesn't fluctuate that much. No, I just it was all in my stomach. <laughs> Would you say you're all about that waist? I'm all about that waist. 
<laughs> that waste. Do you remember the Louis Anderson cartoon Life with Louis where he's yeah. like a little kid? His uh-huh. dad, the dad in that show, just had a huge gut and then legs that were like spindly thin. <laughs> that's where that's, you were at. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. So uh, there, there you have it. So how does it work? People... How did this happen? I was just put on a <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been on blast since this started. <laughs> this, whole, this whole episode has been a blast off. We're only seven minutes <laughs> deep. Uh, people email us uh, at ifireyoushow at gmail.com and they have questions. They're in a dilemma, a predicament, a pickle. And we offer our advice. Yeah. Uh, perfect intro. Thanks, dude. Pitch perfect. Uh Pitch Perfect, which is the movie that Titanium is in. <gasps> oh my goodness! Ricochet, you take your aim. I, I don't know. Uh, should I be? No, no it doesn't matter. What I'm going. <laughs> I'm trying to think if it would be more or less endearing if we were better at singing. Like, I feel like if we were good at singing, we sang as much as we did, we'd be obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. We'd be like the like musical bragging. theater people that went to karaoke and took it too seriously. Right. But now that we're bad and like unabashed about it, uh-huh. yeah. I wish we were slightly better. <laughs> That being said, I do wish I you don't want to be like, poor. if we were like good singers and like always singing, it would definitely be an annoying Like Ben podcast. Schwartz. Yeah, Ben Schwartz. Like, He's like a good singer. Right. Like the surprisingly good voice. Yeah. Like, whoa, I thought you were just funny. And yeah. then like, oh, wow, you can sing. You have a talent that's singing too. Right. Yeah. That's sort of like, yeah, that's me. And I like, you could be better singer for sure. What? I have perfect pitch. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, I do. Uh, all right these are real emails from real humans but we're gonna give them fake names to preserve their anonymity um which will we start with just you want to give a fake name what about a singer singers people from pitch perfect oh of course yeah people from pitch perfect like that girl anna kendrick anna kendrick anna kendrick writes oh gotta find a female question oh here we are this is a good one anna kendrick writes Hey guys, love the show. So I'm kind of in a moral pickle. A guy wrote to me on OkCupid and told me he would pay me to stomp on things wearing high-heeled shoes, inanimate things like toy cars or apples. He's willing to pay me a substantial amount of money to do this, to just send him videos. There is no sexual component at all for me, and I would be doing it fully clothed and only my feet slash shoes would show. But we all know what he's going to do with the video. So is this wrong? What if I donate a portion of it to charity? I'll attach a screenshot as proof. And then, indeed, she attached a screenshot of the, uh, the conversation. Whoa. And it's a guy saying, apples, toy cars, etc. And she says, why? And he goes, why not? I'll pay you for it. And she says, I'm just wondering what it means to you. And he didn't respond. So is it prostitution? Is it bad? Should she do it? It's Would you prostitution. do it? prostitution. Like, porn is legal, so it's not prostitution. It's porn. She's making... He's going to pay her to make st- uh, crushing porn or yeah. something porn. Yeah, but it's not it's even porn because she's not naked. Yeah, it's a fetish. Uh, what do you think? Um, I don't think it's, like... It's not illegal. It's not morally wrong. It's just, do you want to go down that avenue? <laughs> right. What and if, if you don't, I will. <laughs> I will. I have very feminine feet. Here we go. Send me his contact. Give me an apple. Any apple will do. Trip on a toy car. <laughs> oh, I just <laughs> twisted my ankle. Fuck me. Send him a receipt for the doctor's bill. <laughs> if your sister uh, asked you if, what she should do, would you say do it? Do, which sister? Oh, that's a great question. Hannah. No, she's fine. She's steady. <laughs> she does. She has a job. She she doesn't need to do that. Sarah. Yeah, sure. Micah. Of course. In a wig. <laughs> uh, it, it also kind of depends on the money. Let's just say for the sake of argument, it's $500 a video. Would you do it? 
I mean, I'm I make good enough money with the podcast. Yeah, I whore myself yeah. out in other ways. <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily stomp on apples, but I'll uh, <laughs> I'll stomp on some other messaging. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, I mean, if if I was struggling for money, I would do this. You would. I think maybe the thing that I would do is like enlist the help of another friend, and that way oh. it doesn't feel so dirty and like I'm doing some like illicit, strange, sexual thing. Because even if you're like. Even if you're doing it just for the money, it's still it is vaguely sexual until you like you're like, hey, this weirdo on OKCupid. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to demonize his fetish. It's not he, this guy on OKCupid. Yeah. wants to, wants me to do this. Will you help me? And then like I'll give you a portion of the money. It is interesting because like what he's doing seems so creepy and bad, but I guess if you keep an open mind about it, he's not. He's not uh, forcing this girl to do anything she doesn't want to do. He's paying her for her services. Yeah. So he's almost a nice guy. Yeah. What's, like, why not? I'll pay you for it. Of co- like, I don't know. Fetishes are so strange because they all they start off really, you know, innocent. Like, I have a butt fetish. Yeah. That's, like, hardly counts as a fetish because I like <laughs> butts a lot. And then, like, you know, on the opposite end of the spectrum is, like, people who like to be hit strangled people that like jerk off to um but a high heel on a toy car what is that i don't know maybe it's like about the pressure i mean there are people that jerk off to balloons yeah this guy would fucking nut to godzilla imagine him just like stomping around a city oh toy cars fuck that how about a real bikini (laughs) godzilla in a bikini uh, so what would you do if you were him or her? I think if money was tight, I would do it and I would like own it and tell my friends and like have them help in in whatever way they could. Yeah. So like, it wasn't like some creepy little thing that was a secret. Yeah. But do it say I would do it, but maybe safely like create an email address and, uh, do it through that so he can't trace anything back to you. Right, that's very true. You don't want this guy in seeing you in IRL. Yeah, now I feel weird. Like, what if, what if we're like telling her to just engage with a sexual predator? <laughs> right. Well, why does it, it feels like a sexual predator, but he's not doing anything wrong? I don't know. I'm confused. My moral compass is flailing about. Yeah, I think now that I think about it a little more, I would maybe not do it. <laughs> Oh, you changed your mind? I think so. It feels too strange. Like things can go wrong. Like why is there, why is this guy not just like, there are plenty of like other, there are plenty of like other actual websites for this fetish. And like, I'm sure there are cam girls that he could go to and like do this too. So the fact that he wants it from like some random okay cupid person maybe is like a little weird. And he gets off to the fact that it's not a cam girl, it's like a a normal girl. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I how my, is he going to give you money? I just don't want this girl to get her throat slit and yeah. like they're just playing this tape at the trial. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, do it with a friend. <laughs> and then click pause and it's just you on a fucking witness stand. I didn't fucking know your honor. 
I honestly had no fucking clue. Real, real quick legal disclaimer: nothing Jake or I ever suggest yeah. uh, should be done. Uh, actually, it's all for recreational fun and games. Amir's the host, Your Honor. <laughs> I swear. Listen to the top. I'm Andy Richter. <laughs> we even went so far as to claim that <laughs> earlier in this episode. If you'll rewind it right after the ad, uh, I'll still, I'll still, I'll still go for this. Do it. All right. I just, I'm worried about how he's going to get you the money. I don't know how you can do that anonymously. I'm sure that, I mean, there's definitely a way. A money order. What's a money order? (laughs) (laughs) What's a cashier's check? I'm just curious as to how different things work. Can you, like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe there's, it's too much. Like, the risk reward maybe isn't worth it. Like, the reward of, unless it's a shit ton of money, the risk of, like, him finding you. And making you do stuff that you're not comfortable with or stealing money from you because he's like, all right, give me your bank account information and I'll send you that cash right over. Right. Or the, I mean, definitely just her making the video and him never paying her. Yeah. Feels like a distinct possibility. Maybe she should offer it to a friend, offer the offer to a friend and say, so like the guy says, I'll give you $500 for a video. She goes to her friend and she's like, this guy's offering me $250 to make a video of me stomping on shit. Would you be down to do that? And then just like, deal with it and then if your friend is down then you're sort of not really a prostitute you you become more of a high class pimp do pimps take 50 percent, or is that too high of a cut no pimps i'm pretty sure take like 90 (laughs) percent. it's like the opposite yeah pimp operates he gets he gets 10 (laughs) percent. yeah he's He's like like an an agent agent. yeah he's an agent a talent a lit agent actually definitely not the case a pimp is also like sending you out on general meetings too yep yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh so proceed with extreme caution or not at all i don't know this is a this is a sticky one that's why that was it was a good email it was it was a good email a quandary we don't even know how to answer here's something a little more cut and dry uh we need a guy's name i believe adam devine divine is in the the movie really so we'll go for that adam from workaholics writes uh my girlfriend of just over a year and i have always been able to fart around each other it never bothered me at first because her farts were always so tiny Unfortunately, that's not the case anymore. She farts extremely loudly and still thinks it's cute. I'm completely put off by it. How do I ask her to stop farting without her feeling that I think she's gross and us taking a step back in an otherwise great relationship? Thanks, guys. Love, Adam. God, that's funny. Yeah. Her farts were always so tiny. tiny. That's adorable. Yeah, they were little squeakers at first. Little pr- little toots. Wouldn't it be cute if she was like a cute little girl and there were big loud farts? That's kind of cute too. I mean, it's not cute, but it's definitely funny. I don't know. I think it's funny. Um, uh, what would you do? Have you ever been faced with that situation? I mean, I'm pro farting. Yeah, I think... I guess it would be like... A, no, yeah, it wouldn't be that... If, if it's a great relationship, then I don't think I would be grossed out. I feel like... I've almost taken that as a sign in past relationships where, like, okay, her farts really gross me out. So, oh, like, so like, it's like, now I can see that I'm grossed out by things this person does. Oh, interesting. So if you truly loved your girlfriend, you wouldn't be grossed out. Yeah, if you truly loved your girlfriend, yeah, it, she could shit on the floor, <laughs> step in it, and then walk on your face. And you'd be okay. And you would be like, this is adorable. This is so cute. This, this is, is so as cute, cute as the tiny farts you used to have. <laughs> The little tootsters, but because they're gross, 
is that I, I say you can't. It's too late. Just like I said when a girl says that a guy can't fart around her, I think that's not okay, too. Right. I think it's the other way around. Uh, when a girl farts around a guy, that's okay. Yeah, I think you have to look at this as the pot. Like, look how comfortable she is. She's, like, being her truest self around you. Yeah. And that's beautiful, and that's really nice. I also think um, she might just be gassy right now. Yeah, she's going through this thing. Is she Had she changed her diet? Is she consuming she, more leafy greens, more superfoods, maybe, like a a tenderized kale or like a lot of avo- like instead of just having avocado salads so like she's I've just biting into an avocado like really loud farts mm-hmm. i met girls that have really stinky farts yeah stinky yeah which is definitely worse than loud uh yeah i i often think that my loudest farts are my least uh i wonder what the correlation is between this is why we need better scientists, because like they're fucking busy with this right. shit. Why are that's silent not farts gonna, like... the smelliest and loud farts? The exactly. Least? Why is, is it? When... I know if it's a, if it's a hot, silent little little nugget that seeps out of me. I know that that's gonna smell so awful. Yeah. And if it's like a rumbling, then I'm just like, <laughs> like boom, thunderous, boom, clap. It's not gonna be boom, clap. <laughs> sound of my fart. Uh, it, fart it goes fart, <laughs> fart, 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 fart. That will not. There's a heatness to it. Those those loud farts are not hot. Right. <laughs> this is the scientist talking. <laughs> so in conclusion, a metal a, a medical conference. So so the the hotter the fart, the stinkier it shall be. Yeah, it's more of a the, height, a heat, but deadly rather than a silence. The hypothesis here, yeah. gentlemen. Save your questions to the end. <laughs> Nobody's there. I've had a loud one that smelled. Okay, how was the heat on that? Okay. It was hot. It was <laughs> I wasn't listening to the second part of your of uh, of your lecture, sir. This is a TED talk. <laughs> no questions uh, during a TED talk. Thank you. Okay, you, one more question, sir. You want to know my theory? Yeah. Try to stick with me here. Okay. Imagine, and everybody at home, if you're listening, close your eyes, and if you're driving. Close them almost all the way. Right. You still need to keep a little bit of your eyes on the if road. If you're driving, pull over. Yeah. Shut your eyes. Close your eyes. Your eyes really do need to be shut. Imagine your colon as a cylinder, perhaps the cylinder of a paper towel, the inside of a paper towel tube. That's a huge hole. Yeah. So okay. that's the cylinder, okay? That's from your lower intestines to your rectum. Okay. And it's, it's filled with a combination of two things, like a lava lamp, gas... And shit. All right. So what do you think would smell more? A colon filled to the brim with shit, except for the tiniest bit of gas. <laughs> or a colon that's almost entirely gas with a little bit of shit. Oh, dude. Definitely the second one. <laughs> oh, my theory. The, one, the gas that's uh, a minority in the tube of shit has been overwhelmed by the amount of fecal matter and methane, and that little amount of gas has trapped the, the, the aroma of an entire tube of shit. And even though it's a small amount, when it comes out, 
uh, it is going to be a silent. It is going to be a small one. It is going to be hot because the shit itself is uh, your body temperature, 98.7 degrees. And so those silent hot ones are the ones that have the most, the highest concentration of the stinky odor. And the ones, uh, conversely, the ones that's mostly gas, just, just air in your stomach, not necessarily stinky because there's not a lot of shit there. And that was the, those are the ones that uh, come out thunderously and relatively cool because they're not heated up uh, and uh, absorbing the aroma of the shit in now, the tube. I, I did zone out for a little bit to be sure and i'll tell you what <laughs> i think you said the first you said the whole theory yeah i said yeah you yeah. know what we finished and then i zoned out for maybe 30 or 40 <laughs> seconds and you were just saying the exact same thing again. no i said the opposite one i was explaining tube a and tube b i could have done tube a you could have inferred what i meant by tube b but i, I wanted to be absolutely clear okay. yeah <laughs> I really zoned the fuck out. <laughs> what were you thinking of? I honestly I can't remember. <laughs> what was I what was I even doing? This is what school was to me. <laughs> it doesn't matter how interesting the subject matter is. You're explaining farts. That's fun. It's I it's unique. Like, if it's learning, I just shut off. I can't yeah, you can't handle knowledge. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want your life. I don't want your farts. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know if there's any scientists on the phone, uh, listening to this podcast. It seems like that's correct. I bet money on me being, uh, correct. Yeah, it does. I, it's definitely an interesting hypothesis to test. I agree that it sounds sound. <laughs> now, um, I will also submit that we have done nothing in this conversation to help this guy. <laughs> Absolutely. We just sort of explained how sure. you think parts, parts work. work. Yeah. <laughs> the science, as far as I know it, to be about silent but deadlies. Uh, I think we both say this guy can't mention anything. You can't bring it up. Yeah, don't bring it up. If, um, you should swallow your pride. You should choke on the rinds. But... I hope the lack thereof doesn't leave you feeling empty inside. Yeah. Basically tell her to swallow her doubt. Turn it inside out. Find nothing but faith in nothing. Wanna put my tender heart in a blender. What is beautiful oblivion? Rendezvous, then I'm through with you. Oh, that's what you should tell her. I really think you yeah, should rendezvous and yeah. then you're through with you. <laughs> Um, also, one one little option, if you really can't stand the loudness of your fart... Of if you her can't farts, stand the heat. You start farting even louder and more, and maybe, just maybe, she'll say something to you. Mm. And then you say, you're right, I think we're both overdoing it. <laughs> Why don't we make a pact? It's kind of like, uh, how do I tell my uh, significant other to like exercise more? You have to start it, and then like, let's do this together. Right. So you have to be as bad as her, and then you have to say, let's improve each other together by not farting. Mm-hmm. Even as though, much. Even though I don't think that's... Keep the romance alive a little bit. Yeah. I, I think in a relationship, I would, I would definitely get to the point where I would fart in front of somebody, but never as much as I actually have to fart. I still hold some of them in. <laughs> oh, really? Because, I mean, like, you, I don't hold any of them in around you. Yeah. You see how often I fart. Yeah. It's too much. <laughs> I would not be okay. No one wants to see me fart this much. No one wants to hear and smell that as much as it happens. Uh, okay. 
So, but how do you ask a girl to say, you're at 100% full openness. I want you to dial it, you dial it, shift the gears a little bit. I don't think you can. But I also don't think, like, she, I don't know. I just, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late, baby, now. It's, it's too, too late. late. So, the other thing is that you could stop farting in front of her. And then, and then she'll be like, never holy do shit. It, I think she would probably, maybe not necessarily like match that new zero, but like. You'll drag her down. Sort of like when you're G-chatting with somebody and you start capitalizing and using like proper punctuation. Yeah, you said this before. Humans yeah. are energy matchers. They'll, they'll do that too. They'll yeah. ma- she'll match you. Or at least uh, her farts will shrink she'll, yeah, to she'll closer look, to yours. Basically, you're trying to create the average between the two. And the less that you do it, the lower she'll have to go. Whatever that fuck means. That yeah. Means, yeah, sure. It'd be average. <laughs> it's math. <laughs> you're scratching yourself. In both in on my ear yeah. and my balls. Yeah, you're a monkey right now. That's, you're trying to. You're, and I have. Yep. Yeah. Little okay. Oh, you're little eating bug. a flea. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's one down here too. Ooh, you're trying. You're trying to make it so your your automatic nervous system scratches yourself so that it feels like someone else is doing it. Like it's so automatic. It's like it feels like it's coming from an exterior source. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. When in fact it's still you doing it. Yeah. Sometimes I'll kiss my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, that feels like love. <laughs> That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. You'll kiss your own hand because it feels like love. Yeah, you don't ever kiss your own hand? <laughs> Everybody out there listening, kiss your own hand. Open right your now. eyes. That's right. You were supposed it's to have kept them, them closed. <laughs> Just kiss your own hand. It's nice. <laughs> oh. It's like it's like physical affirmations. I love myself. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, third question. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. From a dude? Isn't UTK in Pitch Perfect? Oh, yeah. Utkrash writes, Oh, this one is, this one's a dilly. This one's a dilly of a pickle of a jam. <laughs> I have a problem I need some serious help with. Two weeks ago, me and my friend were using one of our go-to pickup moves of pretending to be soldiers in the military on leave to pick up girls. It got me laid, but it wasn't worth it for what my current predicament is. This girl got very attached very quickly and was with me at some point in time almost every day for about a week and a half, where I kept up the ruse of being a soldier, making up bullshit stories and the like. Things got complicated when I agreed to go to church with her, it being my first time stepping foot into one. At the end of the service, the preacher guy, or whatever he is, gave a special dedication to me for my service, and I pretty much got a standing ovation, and all I could do was play up the hero card. Shortly thereafter, this girl found out that I was in fact not a military man, and through some online stalking, also found out that I have a girlfriend who I am in a long-distance relationship with. (laughs) She is threatening to oust me to her, unless I apologize to her whole congregation. The problem is, I'm not sorry at all, and I don't want to apologize, but I also want to get away with cheating on my girlfriend. Do I sack up and walk into church and take the public shaming of me? Or do I threaten to show this girl's very religious father the dirty text she sent me to get her off my case? Thanks, UTK. Good lord. It's a sitcom. You, (laughs) it really is. It's a whole entire episode of a sitcom. There is, there's even a B plot. There is, yeah, the long distance relationship. Holy shit! So he 
to recap, lied about being a military man. This girl was so impressed, she brought him to church. The church gave him a standing ovation. Then she realized, wait a minute, you're not a military man. You're just a regular guy, and you have a long-distance relationship. Come to my church and apologize to everyone, or I'll tell your girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, now he's like, I don't want... The problem is, I'm not sorry. Like Now he's now he's drawing the line. He's like, I don't want to lie to these people. You've already lied the most to everyone. <laughs> I think the problem is that you're too scared to yeah. go and apologize. Because he's also like, they gave me a standing ovation, and all I could do was play up the hero card. Yeah. <laughs> that means you, you embrace the, the standing ovation. You know what That's he did? all you could do. He cupped his ear, yeah. and, he, and he pumped up the crowd. He's like, come on, people, I he can't hear his you. Own USA champ. <laughs> U.S. He started a me essay chant. Me essay. I am Captain America, and you are my worthy servant. He said, "I don't know why you're all talking about this Jesus dude. <laughs> I am your I Lord, am your Lord and Savior. <laughs> I am your Captain. I am Captain America. Uh, you coward. You have to join. I think he has to join the army. You have to become a soldier for this. I think you do. I, I think, think you, you, you need to you need to defend America. You need to be in the army of yourself <laughs> for what you've done. You little shithead. <laughs> I Support s- our troops. I say go like go in you don't want to get caught and you don't want to like further blackmail her. Just go in there and apologize. It's going to be a funny story. What when you're in a when you're a grown-up, it's fun to like have like you can't get scolded anymore you can't get in trouble he's not like 15 years old where he's gonna get in trouble right so stand up and just be like i lied to you guys i only said i was a soldier so that i can fuck this girl well you shouldn't say that (laughs) you should just tell the truth they can't get how i mean they definitely can't get mad but like he can't get in trouble with this blackmail like she you could go in and apologize and still if she doesn't like your apology she could tell your girlfriend or you could like Anybody at this church who finds out that you lied, now they're all they're they're all loose cannons too. They could all tell your girlfriend too. Yeah. So like, there's no. You have to break up with your girlfriend. <laughs> you don't have to do like the one thing that you have to come clean on. I think if you want to have a clean conscience, is like get out of your long distance relationship. You can like. You can be blacklisted from this church that you never cared about going to. And yeah. like this girl who's trying to blackmail you, you could be like, actually, <laughs> I just told like the, what, the, the one thing that exonerates you is like, I told my girlfriend everything. Sorry. So like you have no ammo. I'm not yeah. going to apologize to your church. I'm, I think you apologize profusely to her because that's like the real thing that you should be sorry for. Yeah. You lied to fuck somebody and then embarrass them in front of their church and then hurt their feelings by being a liar and also having a, a girlfriend okay i changed my mind don't go back to the church because then it's just like you're 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 admitting defeat to this girl she's like now you have to go back to the church and admit or i'm going to tell your girlfriend this girl's not in a good this i don't i don't like this girl either no, she's well, blackmailing she him scorned she was yeah she was scorned but then she's like i'm gonna tell your girlfriend unless you come and apologize like what a weird a blackmail thing well you're to do. saying it with that voice and making it all yeah. snarky i'm like i am a yeah. little, i'm like gonna be a bitch to you about <laughs> yeah. this think about it as like i am deeply hurt that i brought you to the Still, community the, the, that we, raised me my place of worship yeah. because i was so proud to know you but the threat the threat is what i don't like it's like you should come to apologize or i'm gonna tell your girlfriend but, on you it's, I agree she's a tattler it's, it's a bad take me to church it's not that's not the words <laughs> i don't know i words. worship like a dog at the shrine of your life i think oh i i always thought it was i uh 
Take me to church. I worship like a dog on a Saturday night. I think it's take me to church. I'll worship like a dog. I'll worship on my knees. No, wait. <laughs> I'll worship like a dog at the shrine of your life. On the shrine of your life. I'm not sure. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Uh, I would be so taken aback if that whole thing was Christian rock and they got to me. <laughs> Just like when Creed was popular. Yeah, they they lied to me. Wait a second. Take me to church is about actually going to church. How is that fair? Uh, take me to church. Hmm, you were closer. I'll worship like a dog at the shrine of your lies. I'll tell you my sins and you can sharpen your knife. Offer me that deathless death. Good God, let me give you my life. Sounds pretty religious. (laughs) What does that mean? I found the experience, when he described what the lyrics are, I found the experience of falling in love or being in love was a death, a death of everything. You kind of watch yourself die in a wonderful way. No. Disagree, artist. You should never read what the artist thinks about the lyrics. It's just fun to sing it. (laughs) That's what all the lyrics actually mean. Uh, Don't go into church. Don't take her to church. Here's my problem. You, with you. Here's my problem with you right now. (laughs) Excuse. (laughs) Excuse. You're making the girl the bad guy for this threat. And I think the threat is a bad reaction but it's all like to all of his evil wrongdoings. His is this bad. This guy is and a hers, piece of shit. Hers is ba- his world. is bad and hers is worse. <laughs> no, it's not. It's she, what she's doing is absolutely villainous. <laughs> she is doing it with a clear heart. It is premeditated. He, he, he pretended. <laughs> <laughs> My voice gets higher the more angry I get. This is, this is ire right yeah. here. Uh, he pretended to be a hero. To have sex. Yeah. It's the lowest... And now he is a hero because he got laid. Oh, <laughs> you, shit. Art you, imitating wife. You Tucker Max loving <laughs> scoundrel. You're a Tucker Min. That's you who you are. are. You're a Tucker You're Minimum. You're a soldier. <laughs> You're a soldier in Tucker in his... Max's tiny, <laughs> fake small army. human army. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think what she did is worse, but I do think I don't. I don't like her. I don't like this threat that she's doing. It's a bad threat. Tell the girl if you want to tell the girl, and uh, don't if you don't. But don't fucking make him apologize, or, and or else you'll tell his girlfriend. Right. Well, like that's she's feeling. I'm not saying that she is correct. I'm just saying you have to look at. I never said she was correct, but look at this. Like, look at where it's coming from. It. She is hurt deeply. And she's thinking, how can I hurt this guy deeply? I want to like emasculate him in front of the church, everybody yeah. that called him a hero, and she's, I want to take she, away his girlfriend. She's going eye for an eye when, in fact, she should just take the moral high ground and leave him or tell his girlfriend. Can you imagine being hurt this badly and not taking, like, trying to get back at the person, though? You can't hurt someone without a soul. <laughs> what are you going to hurt? I feel nothing, neither highs nor lows. How but you're you, still how afraid you... to apologize to my congregation and lose fearful. your girlfriend. <laughs> yes, I'm afraid constantly. <laughs> how can you hurt somebody who's invincible? Don't tell my friggin' girlfriend. <laughs> no. You ass. I liked her. <laughs> Shit. Not enough not to cheat on her, but still. <laughs> I needed her sometimes. So what is it? If I were you, what would you do if you were the guy? If I found myself 
in this situation, which mm-hmm. I wouldn't, but this is what I would do. Yeah. I would have a candid conversation with this girl and offer an unequivocal apology and say, I don't think apologizing to the church will do us any good. I apologize to you. I see what the like I see what I've done wrong. I regret it so much. Um please don't tell my girlfriend. I like don't do that to me. I I understand that you can and if you want to, I wouldn't stop you because I've hurt you so badly and you want to hurt me too. So you can, but just know like it's it would really it would really destroy me. And I would sit her down and say, "I fucking with you." You little stupid ass. I fucking with you. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. <laughs> Big Sean said it best. Yes, he always does. Actually, I wonder what those lyrics mean. Oh, they're also about the death of a relationship. Yeah, yeah. when he says, I ain't fucking with you or anything that you do, he's talking about how you sort of lose yeah. part of yourself in a beautiful way whenever you fall in yeah, love. Death, you, you die in a beautiful way. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You die in a beautiful way. Nobody, You don't know what it is to die, you artist. Uh, so I, my advice is also don't go to church, uh, and then it's up to you whether you feel bad enough to tell your girlfriend that you cheated on her or not, which is sort of a basic uh, uh, piece of advice that we can give to anyone. I would say always tell your girl, or don't cheat on your girlfriend, and if you do, tell her. But you're not going to, so it right. doesn't matter. And even if you don't tell her, at least break up with her. Yeah, that'll so always... you don't keep doing it. Yeah, set her free. Or what if? You, what are your thoughts on no longer cheating on her starting now? I Going forward. Well, as a person who uses that logic uh, almost... <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the daily. I, so much I think I might have invented it. <laughs> I discovered it at the very least. It's never the last time. Once you do it and you say that that'll be the last time. The floodgates are open. Yeah, because you've like contaminated the relationship and the next time you want to cheat, you'll tap into your head and be like, "Well, I've already dist- like I've already done it once. This right. relationship is tainted." And then you do it, you'll feel really guilty in the morning you say, "Oh wow, I am going to use that to turn around." Yeah. I'm going to This is a turning point to be sure. Yeah. This is rock bottom and now I begin to climb. <laughs> Uh, but the fact is that it's rock bottom and you don't climb. You just sort of like search around rock bottom for another crack you can fall into. <laughs> and you, when you don't find it, oh, you're still there. Here's one. Oh, no. <laughs> That's rock bottom for sure. There's <sighs> no way it gets any lower than what I'm currently at. Oh, what's this little? Oh, hey. Is this a nice little? <laughs> oh, no. Not again. <laughs> All right. This, this definitely feels like the bottom of a rock. I'm getting close to the core of the center of the earth because it's hot here for sure. The magma is swallowing me alive. Uh, All right, let's take a quick break to thank one more sponsor, and then we'll be right back. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader dot com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
yeah, it's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move, you know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness, it's nah. a It's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non-movement good. movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement uh, seems I'll like it should I'll have to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitnessnah.com. Fitness <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitnessnah <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. Um, anything to break about? <sighs> What's Gucci? What's good, actually? <laughs> What's love, actually? Are we... When is this episode coming out? Do we have any shows? Uh, I don't know. We're going to Houston. In Austin, Houston, in January, Austin, January. Those little, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> College Humor Live, December second. Uh, this might be after December second. Well, actually, it might be not. So if it's not December second, College Humor Live in L.A. College Humor Live, Los Angeles. Me and Amir. Yeah, the, the original duo. The original duo. Me on and- stage at the UCB <laughs> Theater, where it all began. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Um. 
Well, how are you? I don't, I don't feel like I don't know anything about you. You know today. everything about me. There's nothing you don't know. Oh. Yeah. I couldn't even keep a secret from me because you're experiencing life with me. Yeah. There's no time that we're apart that I can have even half of an experience for me to keep from you. Wow. You're right. That is, that's great. No, it's not you're great. You're saying I it wear the way you, it makes it sound like you don't like it, but I, it is good. I wear your relationship like a, a layer of my skin, like it's an epidermis. I can't, I can't nice. shake it even if I wanted to. And I, I'm, I'm unlike a snake, the snake you are, I can't shed my skin. Well, easy does it because I don't want, I think all you said was positive until you sort of. No, all of this is bad. Describe me as all a of this snake. Is bad. <laughs> but that's kind of cute. That's Jake the, the snake. Nice, that's, that's like the a nice thing you have I've called me. you. The we fact like that I nickname. called you something vague like a snake that is, is cool. so much better than what I actually are, think about we you. We are walking around through life like conjoined twins. Yes, we, yes. Our, our two, life two is two separate th- heads, but I think a, we share we share a heart. We don't we because share yours heart. is black like tar. Yeah, we go through life like a three legged race, and I'm tied to you, and I don't want to, and it feels like a noose. Wow. It's strangling me, um, and the rope is burning against my ankle, and I have nothing. I can't do anything about it because I'm stuck with you. Do you want to move out? I want to, but I can't. Why not? I feel like you'll chase me down and you won't allow it. You would love that, wouldn't you? <laughs> no. What would, would you do if it. you walked down the street and I didn't walk out? Oh my god, I would I would I would throw myself in front of a back. truck right You'd now. You'd walk back. If it path. if it meant you would jump with me and and die with me. Wow. I have to carry you down That's into the Romeo ocean. That's a Romeo and Juliet <laughs> shit. I yeah. love that. <laughs> it's romantic to be sure. Actually, every relationship is a lot like the death have you ever heard the song Take Me to Church by Hosier? Yeah. Take me to church, I worship like a dog, get the shrine of your life. Last question, real quick. Real fucking quick, because we're getting I feel it's like getting this late. Is the most the most song we've references songs. Yeah. we've had. And I don't know if it's we on listen purpose. to we listen to the radio. I don't yeah. know if you guys can tell, but <laughs> yeah. all of the most popular songs on the radio are also in our heads. Yeah, they're just constantly floating through our headspace like ghosts in an abandoned church, uh-huh. just like each one dipping up into the sunset and then coming back down. And it just takes half of a word to trigger it. Yeah, and we can't not sing it. <laughs> uh, Self control. Skylar Aston writes. Hey guys, let's jump right into it. My girlfriend of five years, we're both 20, is currently studying abroad in England for a year. I'm writing from Australia, six months into her time there. And it's only with this distance and time zone gap that I've realized that I don't want to be with her anymore because she's insanely jealous and argumentative. How do I break up a five-year relationship long distance? And how do we stay friends? Because she's pretty chill a lot of the time and probably my best friend, I guess. (laughs) Love Skylar Aston. She's she's argumentative and insanely jealous, but she's pretty chill. And she's my best friend. <laughs> more or less, she is my soulmate. She is a soulmate to me and a best friend to all. She is quickly angry at me often, and she is suspicious and anxious about all of my activities. <laughs> she is my best friend, the light of my life. <laughs> How do we stay best friends even though I don't want to be with her? Because she's mean. But she's very chill. I'd like to break up with this coward and keep her into my life, keep her in my life because she's also a hero to me. The tough thing to hear, little baby boy, is that you don't want to have anything to do with this girl. Mm. You want out of the relationship completely. And then I think every time somebody realizes that, they backpedal a little bit. Yeah, like, well, I don't want to cut her out of my life entirely. Yeah, no, she's, we've had good times. She's my best friend. But no, those times are over. That was from when you were, when you were 15 to 20. Yeah, that's and now a you're long. in Australia. And she's in England. Be single. Let her be single, too. 
Free her break... from her jealousy and, and argumentativeness. If anything, it's easier to break up with someone long distance because they're so far away. You just you hop on a Skype chat, you video chat. FaceTime is very easy, very relevant. With a good Wi-Fi connection, it's crystal clear. Mm-hmm. You sit her down, you say, hey, how's it going? I don't think we should be together anymore. And she's like, what? Why? I can't believe that. And you're like, yeah, I know. That's how. That's exactly how I feel, unfortunately. And now, since you're you know 21,000 miles away from me, uh, you can't really barge on over. Uh, I, you can't confront me face to face. There's a distance between us. This is what I think, and that's the end of that. Right. I would do it a little uh, more emotionally, <laughs> of course. A little because I feel like if someone broke up with me like that, <laughs> I would, uh, you know, fall apart. And you don't want her to fall apart. I think you still want you want to do it in a way that makes her feel strong and independent, and like she can still have a good time in England. But it's not terrible to break up with someone long distance. No, I don't think so. I just think, of course, you want to do it tactfully. I because think, what's the I, alternative? Staying with her until she comes back in another six months? What, are you supposed to dedicate another six months of your life to this yeah, relationship that's that. already falling apart? For sure, don't do that. It'll be tough to get over any relationship, but I think, like, you know, do it over video chat. It's the best that you can do. Yeah. All right. There you go. Be strong. Be strong. Uh, if you have your own questions or your own theme song submissions, we start and end every episode with an original theme song written by our talented fans. The email address for everything is if is if I were you show at gmail.com. That's if I were you show at gmail.com. We're also still using your original artwork. If you have a thumbnail uh, that happens to be in the resolution of 600 by 315, we'd really appreciate it. Same email address, if I were you show at gmail.com. That first opening theme song was written by Ilana, Isla, and Danny. And this closing one is written by and performed by Sam Hyber. And he has his own SoundCloud. If you go to soundcloud.com slash Hyber dash tunes. Uh, cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks uh, for listening. And we'll be back soon. Bye. If I were you, here is what I would do Send some Gmails and yo, you do you I'm talking Vance and the pinch They be good in a sense So throw on that for Dodo and get ready for this Right, snatch, freeze I'm about to seize the cheese If you want advice, then you best be saying please There should be a second verse Cause like Jay Hurwitz, I am slightly insecure So I won't keep rhyming yeah, email uh, if I were you show at gmail.com. That's, uh, that's it, yeah. Hey, it's Emily from the Sex with Emily podcast. My podcast is all about helping you get the relationship and sex life you deserve. For over 10 years, I've helped millions of people get what they want in and out of the bedroom. On my show, you'll learn sex tips, relationship tips, and I guarantee you will be more confident, get more, and give more pleasure and have better sex just by listening to my show. That's Sex with Emily on Podcast One. That's O-N-E.